What's going on, everybody? Yours truly here, Dan Go, bringing you another recap for the pay-per-view last night, WWE TLC. Before we get into it, please follow, like, share, retweet, and subscribe to all our social media, especially Spotify, as this is our new venture, and we appreciate all the love and support we've gotten. But now, let's break it down, TLC style. So, Let's kick it off with one of my favorite matches of the night, The Hurt Business versus New Day. Now, I know what you're thinking, one of your favorite matches, come on D, this ain't real. But in my opinion, this has a lot a lot of potential moving forward here, um, which we now have new tag team champions in The Hurt Business. Um, it was a great match, a clean match, I want to add that. However, one thing that bothered me a little bit was Cedric Alexander's weird pin, uh, I mean weird tag to get into the match to make that pin. Uh, Unfortunately, I wanted to see more solidarity in this team. Um, It just felt like it's my time to shine, but we're getting into tag team championship belts, which was very, very strange. It wasn't like the tag team strength that I needed for this team. Granted, having this faction with this many belts is perfect for it. Um, the fact that we had that weird tag made it kind of heelish in a way. And for me, I just think it's too early. You finally got the belts on these guys. Let these guys run it out. Um, however, that was not the show that that was not the match that opened up the show, um, which took me by surprise. Uh, we had your WWE Universal Champion Drew McIntyre as your headline, as your your first match. Um, first of all, this TLC match was absolutely amazing. We had Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles, which absolutely they they brought the house on. They actually set they absolutely set the tone for the entire pay per view in how to actually do a TLC match. Um, we had the Miz unsuccessfully cash in uh which absolutely it it worked in my favor because if you're following on our podcast we know you guys all know we throw bonus points everywhere this one was a quick three piece for me i had drew mcintyre keep the belt aj styles man it was just a hectic match to the point where you this whole match unfortunately you pinpointed on how bad the Miz's money in the bank run suitcase run was uh it it just focused on wow he came in for 10 minutes took two bumps and there it is see you later pal nonetheless Drew McIntyre stand strong we get to see that Scottish super prince again um I'm looking forward to what Monday Night Raw has in store for this guy um I think he starts the show again, unfortunately, uh, just to show how how good, I guess, how strong he really is. For me, great match. That was an easy one to pass over, though. Um, but let's let's keep the gears moving here. So another another top title match for me: Sasha Banks versus Carmella. As we said in the podcast, the feud was fun. Um, Sasha Banks prevailed. She still is your WWE Women's Champion. This is her 
second, I believe, successful title defense. And let me tell you, it was fun. Uh, there was a lot of, lot of, lot of things going on here that you could have seen Carmelo win. The pace of the match was great. Uh, a lot of different pinpoints. Um, Carmela really, you could see that she really, she really did train her butt off. Um, and it was noticeable because it was such a good tempo in this match. However, some, uh, Sasha Banks does retain. Does this mean Carmella has another rematch in store? Or does Banks get another opponent? And honestly, who would be next in that roster to have a WWE Women's title match? You know, Royal Rumble is just a month away. Thank God we need that so bad. <laughs> uh, but honestly, Sasha Banks, I went against the grain. I did pick Carmella in the podcast, which I shouldn't have. Only because Sasha Banks really does bring bring what it means to be a women's champion in that division, and they can't lose that right now, especially in the tough in the time that they have. Um, for me, great match. I'm I'm glad Banks won, and I'm very very excited to seeing what is in her future. Now, as we're just kicking right along here, we're gonna stay with the women's division. We got Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and a mystery opponent. Man, who would have thought? Asuka's mystery opponent, I mean, Asuka's mystery partner, none other than Charlotte Flair. Yep. Woo, you heard it. Charlotte Flair is back. Teams up with Asuka to take down Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Man, I am... So glad. So this is a double-edged sword for me. I have Asuka and I have Charlotte Flair. Who, thank God she's back. And she didn't miss a beat. Now the new tag team women's champion. So I'm glad that we took the belts off Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. But at the same time, what the hell? Why we got Charlotte Flair stuck in a tag team division? We don't need this anymore. We don't need your heavy... You don't need your women's champion to be in a tag team division. It doesn't have to be like that. Why does this always happen? Since the tag team belts were introduced, introduced, we've had the women's champion somehow always in the tag team division. What is the point? However, we have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler finally taking the L. Hoping going into the new year with new storylines, we don't have Baszler and Nia Jax teaming up anymore, but instead whooping each other's ass, because that's what's best for business. Unfortunately, where does it lead for Oscar and Charlotte? I'm saying another maybe two to three months of them holding the belts. Not that I want it, uh, but I think there's no other way here. The way that the Charlotte and Asuka match finished up, it looked like they were pretty happy with each other. I know uh, there were some rumors around that could start the next potential feud, and it could have if Charlotte Flair would have cost Oscar the match. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Um, great match. It was fun. It was nice to see Charlotte. She she came back. She man. She, when I say she was fine on all cylinders, but she really, really was fine on all cylinders. Uh, she pulled backflips off the top to the outside of the ring. 
she literally looks like she can make that backflip and land on her feet, even though it's a 10 to 12 foot drop. Truly incredible. We are literally lucky to have her back because <laughs> that division needed it. Unfortunately, she's stuck in a goddamn tag team match and just can't get over it. Um, but again, WWE TLC recap of what we're doing here. We have three matches down, three matches to go. I tried to, uh, actually, we only have two matches left. Wow, we went through a shit ton in such a quick amount of time. Um, let's just move ahead. I'm going to save the Fiend versus Randy Orton match, respectfully so, for the last match. Um, so let's get right into Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens in a TLC title match. Um, man, if you wanted to see how strong Roman Reigns could be, then watch this main event because it really showed what is to come for Roman Reigns. Your tribal chief is literally the beast of the WWE. So whatever they're doing with Paul Heyman, it's working and it needs to continue. I just feel like this needs to continue for all of 2021. Yeah, I said it. 365 more days of this shit. Let Let's build the strongest Roman Reigns we could possibly build. So when Roman Reigns wants to fight Goldberg, Goldberg cannot take the dub here only because that would literally be wasting Roman Reigns' time. However, we're talking Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, man, he, he did what he said he was going to do. He wasn't going to give up. He fought through every second of this match. Damn, did he get his ass whooped. Um, and let me tell you, that man can take a spare like nobody else. When he took that last spare, threw the table, and just collapsed, and just sat there for a few seconds, it didn't really get better than that. Roman Reigns, your tribal chief, he takes the dub here, and I'm just so excited to see what's next in store for this guy. He's telling you what he's going to do. He's going through it, and he's doing it his own way. Uh, you can't. You got. You got to respect it. It's all love from here, man. This brings us to our last match in such a short amount of time, man, which sucks because there could be so much more. But I'm glad. I really am glad this this pay per view was so short. Well, when I say that, I only mean like six matches, which I really do appreciate. They got a lot accomplished in this pay-per-view. And if anything, like I said in the previous podcast, this was the pay-per-view to absolutely jumpstart your 2021 streak, right? Like 2021 needs to go off with a bang, but it can't start with Royal Rumble. It was too late in the year. Yes. And it's only 30 days, right? TLC definitely needed to be the staple in which we had better viewership so we can get 2021 where we need it to be. I have nothing but high hopes if this is the kind of pay-per-view that WWE is going to continue putting on. With that being said, you got nothing but huge pay-per-views ahead of you, WWE. Royal Rumble. Do I have to say WrestleMania? These me- these pay-per-views are going to be the reason why your ratings continue to skyrocket. 
And you know what you did? You put a little bit of Salt Bay salt on the TLC pay-per-view and you made it perfect. This is exactly how you want to end 2020 pay-per-view. It, it literally has hit all, all, all nails. It hit them all on the head. Bang, bang, bang. All six matches. Let's just go into it, man. We're talking Firefly Inferno match. What? First of all, no one knew what it meant. Then you had them both come out, and then the whole the whole Thunderdome looked like literally it was on fire. First of all, this match was seriously insane. Um, if you haven't watched it yet, I suggest you do. We had great wrestling. It was a lot of fun. We had the theme catch on fire. You're probably thinking to yourself, and that's what finished the match. No, no, no. He caught on fire twice. <laughs> the man, the man is just money. Man, the man caught on fire, got in the ring, put the man of a claw on. Randy Orton showing you the Viper is just too strong. And, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, the Fiend, what a great asset to the WWE. The Fiend can literally make a movie with anybody. And we're seeing it. Like, what this does for Randy Orton, not that it needed to, just made him more sick. <laughs> like, this is going to put Randy Orton on another level, which I hope it does because this is going to keep The Fiend versus, Bray, uh, the Fiend versus Randy Orton last a little longer. And you know me. I'm all about it. I don't need Bray Wyatt in the WWE Universal title picture. I don't need Randy Orton in the WWE Universal title picture. What I do need are these two to continue fighting all 2021 because they absolutely tear the house down. Um, Curveball, The Fiend did not pick up the win here. This was a Randy Orton win by setting The Fiend on fire. Yep. I did not make that up. He literally poured gas on the fiend and lit him on fire. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that's listening, kid, anybody. I'm leaving it as he set the fiend on fire. That was what was portrayed on TV, and that is what really makes me happy. It, Like I said in the beginning of this show, when I told you, when I told you, WWE TLC had nothing but carnage, and it was borderline illegal to show. Dude, what a great pay per view! Overall, I'm giving this pay per view an A minus. This is probably one of the highest grades I've ever given WWE pay per view since 2019. Uh, I just thought, man. This is truly what a WWE pay-per-view should feel like, and this needs to continue moving forward. So just a recap within a recap. We had uh, Kevin Owens take the L. So Roman Reigns is still your champion. Drew McIntyre, still your champion. Randy Orton gets the dub. Sasha Banks is still your champion. The Hurt Business with the new and the new tag team champions. And Asuka and the lovely return of Charlotte are now your new tag team women's champion. 
That was 2020 TLC in a nutshell. Save yourself from watching the pay-per-view, even though I really feel like you all should watch it because it was such a fun pay-per-view. I'm yours truly, Dan Go. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Smack Talk Presents. We appreciate you guys. And don't forget, like, share, follow, retweet, and subscribe.